0: Not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Welcome to the podcast for moms, not all heroes wear capes with your hosts, Betsy Pendergrass and Tina Smith. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious talks, and occasional tears as we share with you funny stories and serious chats on all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Tina. I'm here with Betsy and we are in our september series if you guys could see us we're doing our little happy dance here we're in our september holiday prep series so we've gotten one under our belt uh, episode we wish
1: you a merry christmas
0: yeah i was just up north with my my grandson was singing christmas carols at the dinner table and i'm like yes that kid's related to me um but we did the first one was on having healthy boundaries during the holiday season for your family. And so this week we want to talk about creating your own family traditions.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So fun because as we talked about in the previous episode, so if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. Once your children grow up and get married, these traditions that you're making right now tend to be done once they have their own families and then they're creating their own traditions.
1: So you're going to want those traditions. And I think they're important. Don't you, Betsy? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's so funny when I hear my kids talk about our traditions. If we try to swap something up, they're like, wait a minute. What? (laughs) No, we have to do that Whatever, thing, yeah. exactly. <laughs> if we don't do it, it's not Christmas.
0: <laughs> but and and the thing is, is you will find that the traditions that you establish for your family will then become the traditions that they establish for their families.
1: Yeah, that's and so you're sweet. Lucky they'll want
0: to be a part of it when they go. <laughs>
1: That's right. But this is not a day for sadness. This is a day for rejoicing. Yes. Yes. I know. Betsy's headed into that season and I
0: am in that season. So I don't, yes, it's actually really, really good. It's really really good. good. Yeah. It's so good.
1: Well, and I just want to encourage you ladies, like, this is the time now to think ahead for your holiday season because if there are some traditions that you want to start, um, you can prep for those now. And so you're not adding another thing to do in the middle of the season. I have noticed that those decision, those um, choices that I want to do, those things, those traditions I want to start, if I put them off to prep for them until December 1st or after Typically, that does not happen because the, it's already too full. There's too much going on. My plate is overwhelmed. And so the what we're trying to do right now is set you up well for the holidays. Mm-hmm. I know one of the big things to do over the years, this is not just a recent thing, but is to create a Joshua tree. And to have the ornament. Did you guys do that, Tina? Did you do that? We did not. I'm sitting here listening. Ooh, what's a (laughs) (laughs) drop? It's an (laughs) ornament that, one ornament for every day of Christmas season, and they all have a biblical meaning. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's really, really neat. I went to a Christmas party one year and the woman had every person bring one and she brought, had 25 people come and we all brought, you know 25 of the same ornament and swapped and so oh, instead of having to create them all it was really a neat yeah, party that's really and cool. we did that like in november one year and but what i was saying is if you want to create your own joshua tree for your kids for you and your kids to walk through each day and read the little devotional and we'll put a link to that book in the show yes. notes yes um you, you can start now. And if you're homeschooling, you guys could start making the ornaments now. And you could begin to, you know, have one, you know, every few days create a new ornament. Mm -hmm. And it would be a really neat craft to do in school. And it would be a wonderful devotional time to have during the holiday season. Yeah, I love that idea. Mm -hmm. I want to say that I was
0: given one of those in a. It was a set, and I gave it to Brittany re- last year for Mila, um, for her to start that. For and I'm not sure that they call it a Joshua tree, but it was something like that where you put the ornaments
1: on the tree, and there's there's a story for each yeah. one. And yeah, and there's several that. options of it. Like there's different ways. To, uh, some of them are Advent trees. Some of them there may be different options. Mm-hmm. And y'all, we're going to be sharing a ton of ideas during this one. Please, 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 you type A people, do not feel like you have to make a list and achieve all of these. You don't want to do that.
0: No, no. (laughs) That's just going to overwhelm your December. You know, you're talking about getting to December 1st. If it's not done, usually by December 1st, it might not get done at my house because... It seems like December, those 25 days until Christmas Day, just fly by and there's so much going on. And if you can get a lot done before December 1st, and like you said, have these ideas already in the works, you get to enjoy December. And that's really been a, a goal for me personally, is to be able to enjoy the Christmas parties and to be able to enjoy my friends and not be so caught up in buying and wrapping and decorating and all the things you know yeah and it really is okay to decorate before Thanksgiving if you want to
1: <laughs> freedom, yes. freedom. Um, yes. and now I'm sitting here say, thinking this and you know I may have called that thing a Joshua tree it might actually be called a Jesse tree I might have to check that y'all so <laughs> grace on that and I want you've made me think of something just then, Tina and it is the fact that the the point is we do want to we do want to concentrate on the real reason for the uh-huh. season. And and a devotional each day, even if it's a short devotional, whatever that looks like. If you want to do well, one of those not. You have those Christmas
0: cards that you do.
1: You well, and you know, I created those Christmas cards for adults. I never dreamed of the fact that people might read them with their kids and I got a ton of it, input from oh, people yeah. saying, "My kids are loving that we're reading these every day." Yeah.
0: My daughter-in-law but, read them to my grandsons every day.
1: I <laughs> love her I'm sending her a hug right now and I but I also want to say in that this is what you reminded me of is that we also don't want to expect children to be grown-ups at Christmas right. I think that somehow in the Christian world we have gotten to the place where we have made it seem shameful if what we if what kids think about as gifts well you know what Christmas is is about a gift and his name is Jesus. And so as children, I don't think the father is clicking his tongue and shaking his head when children (laughs) are talking about getting gifts at Christmas. Um, I think he loves that they enjoy gifts. And, and I I say that just to say, let's, let's ease up a little bit. Well, God (laughs) is, I mean, he's the biggest gift giver there is.
0: Yes. He gives us good gift. Every good thing is from you know what's that verse every yeah. good gift comes from above from the father
1: above huh? yes. yeah
0: he's the biggest gift giver there is and he loves it and especially when we give gifts to those that we love it's it's a, a representation of god giving to us his son because he loved us yes you know and yes i yes i think in the christian world we need to just chill at, chill a little bit on that you know, because our kids should be excited about gifts. And then tell- when you get to share that, share that, you know, here's the greatest gift of all, you know, yes. there you go. Tell, tell what?
1: Them what? Tell us what you guys did when y'all were doing your gifts as the kids were younger.
0: Oh, the three gift rule? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. When our kids were little, um, we started, because we have four, and Christmas can get expensive.
1: Yes, And
0: I don't believe that God wanted us to go into debt giving gifts to, you know, no. I mean, I, I know people who spend thousands and thousands of dollars on Christmas and that just kind of negates the whole, what Christmas is about to me. And it was getting that way at our house where we had gifts to the middle of the floor underneath the Christmas tree, you know, and Rod and I heard, somebody told us this and they were like, do three gifts because Jesus got three gifts. And so we started, our kids kind of balked at that at first, because some a couple of them were a little older, but we started doing that. And we said, you know, what are your three top gifts that you want for Christmas? And we would do our best to accommodate that for them, but they got three gifts because Jesus got three gifts. Yeah. And it kind of brought Jesus in the whole thing into you know, it gave us an opportunity to share about Jesus as he was a gift. And then he was given three gifts. And then I believe it was last year, I got to be a guest blogger on your blog for Christmas, which was so fun. But one of your bloggers talked about the three gift rule
1: and took it to a
0: whole new level. And I can't remember who that was.
1: I'll share a link to that article in the it, show notes. It was
0: so good because yeah. it, the three gifts were one that you really wanted, a spiritual gift, and then there was something else, and I can't remember what it was. The three gifts
1: was it something that you needed? Was it like- something you
0: needed, something you wanted, and a spiritual gift? Yeah. Uh huh. So now, not only do I have four children of my own, I have two in law children and three grandchildren. So Christmas is like, nanny and papa can't afford all of that. (laughs) So everybody gets a spiritual gift, something they want and something they need. And that has been beautiful because I have been able, like the Holy Spirit has led me to give them spiritual gifts that meet the needs of where they're at right right then and there. It's the coolest thing. And it makes gift giving a little bit easier too. So honestly, I have already put things in my Amazon cart because the Holy spirit has laid it on my heart to get that person, that gift for. That's so and yeah, I ju- was just having one of the gifts that I gave last Christmas was a book for my older son and he loves to read. And when I was there recently, we were sitting at the table and he brought up parts of that book in a conversation <laughs> And it was like, wow, that's really cool, God, how that worked because it impacted his life.
1: Oh, such a weird.
0: Yes. So that was really cool. So yes, we'll link that article on the three gifts, but the three gift rule was really good for us. Now it did come with a a bit of moaning and groaning at first, but then after a while, the kids really got on board with that and it it Mm -hmm. was fun. It was fun.
1: Well, and like I want to say too, some traditions are like super easy and and, and not they don't cost you anything. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. I remember <laughs> is as the a best. Chi- yeah. <laughs> I remember as a child, my sister, my middle sister, Missy, and I would we kind of developed our own little tradition, and we That's would turn fun. off every light in the house the whole house would be completely black except our Christmas tree. And we would lay on the floor by the Christmas tree and we would sing Christmas carols. How fun. And I think, you know, with little kids, mm-hmm. little ones, they would think that was just mm-hmm. so stellar. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that you, I mean like the whole house is dark except the tree and yes. singing Christmas songs. And yes. I think I just can see them growing up wanting to do that with their own kids. Uh-huh. And, and you can, you could, I know of people who have a, once a week during December, they have a Christmas movie night and they do pizza and they do popcorn and they turn on their favorite. And so they do four different Christmas movies during December. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that doesn't, that's not anything, but it's just a a fun. It's a fun tradition. One of the
0: things my mom always did when I was growing up is we would ride around and look at Christmas lights.
1: Yes, we do that.
0: Yeah, it's so fun. But that's an opportunity to talk about how Jesus was the light of the world and how we are the light of the world because Jesus lives in us. So there's ways to connect, even in the fun, to connect those things. You know, To have those conversations with your kids, they're not going to forget that. When they're looking in the dark at how much that lights the world, and how we're light in the darkness. Not that we have to do something to make our light shine. The word says we are the light. That's right. That's right. We are the light and Jesus was the light and he lives in us and now we're the light and we're like this Christmas light.
1: Like, grandkids now to tell that my people would think my older people would think I was kind of hokey now but my (laughs) grandkids are gonna love that story when I get to tell it to them
0: I know it's fun (laughs) it's fun to bless the next generations see these I I think my grandkids are my second chance to you know do the things I wanted to do with my kids but didn't do because I forgot or whatever well you were a little busy then
1: you know yeah just a little bit and one of the things that um that I got out of this. Sybil Macbeth has written a book. She's the praying in color woman. I don't know how many of you know her, but she's amazing. And she wrote Seasons of the Nativity. And it is Mm. a book that shares all these ideas. I go back to it every year to get inspiration. Um, but one thing that she was talking about was, um, how families will bake cookies one night together as a family thing. And then they'll take them and carol the next night and give the, give out cookies to neighbors or shutting oh, Fun! How fun. Even during Corona, you could probably do that safely. Even if it was yes. just stick the cookies on the porch step, ring well, the doorbell yeah. and get Absolutely. away six feet and sing. I mean, <laughs> well, but I'm believing we ain't going to be having to do this. <sighs> anyway, um, that's it easy, that's uh-huh. too nights of laid back fun for mm-hmm. you and your family and cookies
0: aren't that expensive to make and listen listen if you don't bake go buy some
1: cookies oh yeah just slice and some. bake slice and bake count you I put do. them yes they they are homemade because you made them at, at your home, home. <laughs> yeah i, I agree 100 percent. i'm with you
0: <laughs> buy the cookie dough already made and just pop yes. it on the, you know throw it in the oven Seriously. I stink
1: at cookies. Don't I tell people about it. cooking and I stink at cookies. <laughs> so do slice and
0: bake. Yeah, um. do slice and bake. And get some Christmas plate like paper plates and just put them on a plate. You know, it's it doesn't, we're, we don't want to make this harder for you than it has to be. You know, no. it doesn't
1: have to be Pinterest worthy. No. No, and not it, at all. But that also doesn't mean your kids, your kids are still going to come away remembering that. Right. Who cares if it looks beautiful, but if it's a sweet experience, you know, off of the movie night thing, I even thought with little people to do that whole thing, turn all the lights off, except the tree, get gather up under the tree, read a book Mm -hmm. together every night, gathering around books. We talk about books (laughs) over there and I'll be talking about great Christmas books during December for kids. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you, if you did bed night, bedtime reading in front of the Christmas tree oh, during so December, fun. your children are going to go bonkers over that. They
0: are. that yeah. It. Yes. And and see, what we're trying to share with you guys is, is it's about time spent. Yes. It's not about what it looked like. It's not about how it all turned out. It's about time spent one of the things that we did is with the nativity is i would set the nativity up and but jesus wasn't in the nativity until christmas morning and we put baby jesus in there (laughs) because he wasn't born yet but i've heard people put like mary and joseph on the other side of the house does she talk about that in that book and you just they get closer each day until they're at the they're there. And then the next morning, Jesus shows up and you can, you can read the Christmas story on Christmas morning.
1: We, we did what Sybil talks about that in this book. And we put the wise men, I did this with Elizabeth Jane and Shepherd when they were real little, Mm -hmm. we put the wise men in the very furthest point of the house. And every day they moved instead of, I'm I'm about to, I'm about to step on some people's feet and stoop instead of this stupid little elf that gets all up in people's (laughs) business and causes (laughs) troubles. No shame if you're an elf person, but it drives me crazy. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm sorry. He wasn't in existence when my
0: kids were around, and I'm pretty thankful he wasn't, because he kind (laughs) of creeps me out how he shows up.
1: (laughs) When he came out, I was like, I can't do it. I can't add one more. And by the way, if you cannot add one more thing to your Christmas holiday that you need to think about, get some freedom from that elf. But... (laughs) We did do the nativity thing and every day yes. they just moved one step closer until, so the whole holiday they were moving through yes. the house to yes. closer to the nativity. She, Elizabeth Jane and Shepard thought that was the funnest thing ever. Yeah. And, and, and then they actually, we didn't put them in the nativity until the week after Christmas. Right. We put because them, they we didn't put, show up until after Right. What a great idea. It kind of gave us, so Jesus comes in, we talk about him being the gift, but the nativity doesn't go up, it stays out, and we put the wise men in you know, after Christmas, so it's another thing that doesn't end on the day of I Christmas that. causing that depression that people, I you know, that. the sadness, it's still something to look forward to. Can y'all tell, I get excited about this stuff.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I know I do too. And our, <laughs> my nativity, I got it out when you're I actually wrote an article about this and I may have done a podcast on it too. I can't remember, but I'll link it here. I'll link it with the show, but, um, my nativity, like I have a donkey with an ear missing. I think I have a sheep with a a leg missing. You know, I have an angel that has an arm missing. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, I can't put this out. Guys, we are all broken. And it reminded me of how broken I am. And that's why Jesus came. He came for all those broken pieces to put us all back together again and i I keep that that's the nativity I, I use every year now, but here's something else that I want to say to you guys who have young young children. I'm talking about like toddlers. get them yeah. a nativity set that they can play with.
1: Little togs or what is it called? There well, is a little um, toy people one. little people, yeah, yeah um.
0: There's that one, Sam's Club had one one year and I picked it up for Mila and now Mila has it, but something that they can tangibly play with, that's the nativity. Yes. Let it's so sweet. About the pieces. Talk about the pieces. Let them play with the pieces. Let them put Jesus in there and take them out and do whatever they want. You know, let them hide the pieces around the house and, yes. and whatever, but give them like, get, let them get their hands on baby Jesus, and Mary, well, and Joseph. I had
1: several, you know, around the house, mm-hmm. and one year, Elizabeth, was little, a toddler, she brought all the nativities together, and she put, it's the funniest picture. <laughs> she has like a billion, you know, of everything, and they're all clumped up together, and it, it was so fun to watch yeah. what she did with all the nativity pieces, and you know, um, Robin Evans wrote a neat article for Gathering Around one year at and she wrote in it that she had all these beautiful Christmas holiday ornaments because they may, I think they married at Christmas. And so everybody gave them ornaments. Well, when the kids came around, she was always so scared. She, mm-hmm. you know, all this, well, finally, she it hit the fan one Christmas. She was like, forget it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and her story about Receiving her kids from the Lord, which was beautiful. She was like, I'm not, these ornaments are not more important than my children and our Christmas experience. So she packaged all those ornaments up and they made all new ornaments. The kids and Robin made all new ornaments. And she talked about how that changed everything. That's cool. And so the kids were able, she said, they all hung and they hung all the ornaments all in one spot on <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and that's where you leave them. But they that they thought it was gorgeous uh-huh. and so you know mm-hmm. I want to say just let's major on the majors and and not get distracted by this stuff that doesn't really matter at the end of the day that's just exactly enjoy right Enjoy each other mm-hmm celebrate the birth of Jesus and all of the miraculous parts of it have conversations about how many miracles happened during his birth and I know every Christmas Eve my husband does two things he reads twas the night before Christmas which we all have memorized by now and he reads the birth of Jesus every Christmas Eve he reads those two things and I guarantee you that I'm going to have grown children who are doing the same thing for their kids. There come, is a book.
0: I'm trying to look it up really quick because I, I want to order it for my, for my kids, but there is this book that um, actually was read at Mark and Tanya's church one of the Christmas Eve's that we were there and it goes in the same cadence to Twas the Night Before Christmas. Yeah. But it talks about the birth of Jesus.
1: Oh, I, I would love I will to get put that. it I'll
0: put it in the notes with the show, you know, in the show description and um, let you guys know the name of that because I want to get that because I want that to be a tradition for them, or at least they have that book for Christmas. I thought that was the cool, that was the neatest thing, and they read it. They read it with all the kids
1: around at the church
0: service. It was really cool.
1: Well, Um, and I, I do feel like we need to say one more thing. I know our time is is running out, but you know, our house we did talk about Santa Claus, and Santa Claus did. Bring, does we did bring too, things and leave them. But we just don't make a huge deal of it. And we also right. talk about Father Christmas, where that tradition started. And um, I, those of you who don't want to have a Santa Claus, it's fine. Uh, everybody's mm-hmm. got freedom to do it the way they want to do it. It is. Um, it's good. It's all good. Let's it's just give good. everybody room to do it the way they want to do it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> And that's a thing, you know, we did it with our kids too. They, you know, Santa was a part of our Christmas, um, but they didn't grow up like not knowing that Jesus wasn't there yeah. for the season. You know, they eventually they realized, you know, Santa wasn't real and mommy and daddy and, and they didn't hate us for it and they didn't no. think we were liars and... <laughs> It was just fun, you know, because I've heard that, like, people have been afraid not to do Sienna and the Easter Bunny and stuff like that, because they're afraid their kids won't trust them when they grow up. That has not been my experience, ever.
1: It hasn't been my experience either, and and the thing is, is that uh, it's, a, what we're talking about is this spirit of giving, and- and I think that if we're cultivating in our children an excitement about surprises and gifts and how Jesus is a surprise gift that nobody was right. anticipating, yes. that, um, that we're gonna, that we're going to grow in our relationship with him. And yes, I and just can't sweat it.
0: No, no sweat. Guys, we just want you guys to know, just have fun. Yes. Don't worry about it. perfection and have fun and have your own Christmas traditions because, and it's mostly time spent together. Like you were yes. saying, you know, every time you talked about movies, all I could think about were Hallmark movies. <laughs> but when your daughters are older, yes. you know, we watch Hallmark movies. I we found do too. Book, the name of the book was Twas the Evening of Christmas.
1: Oh, I can't and it, wait. It to is read available
0: it. on Amazon and it's an amazing Christmas book. I, I sat there in the audience and cried when they read it. It's just <laughs> really well written. Um, Glenis and- Nellis or something like that. I can't pronounce her name, but anyway, um, I'll put a link or I'll, put the title of it in the description for the podcast, but we should probably wrap it up. Cause I could talk about, there's other things in my heart that I could
1: share, but maybe we'll do a live
0: or something and
1: talk. Yes. About tune them. back in. Yes. And we love you guys. If this has been a blessing to you, we'd love for you to leave a comment. And if you don't follow our podcast, we'd love for you to be a subscriber. So mm-hmm. jump on and share this with friends that you think it will encourage, because we really want people to know that, um, we're here for you. And their heart is that moms would have peaceful homes and love their kids well and feel Amen. equipped to Amen. do what's before you. So right. let me pray for us. God, I just thank you for these mamas. And I thank you that they are well equipped and that you have created mm-hmm. them for such a time as this. I thank you that this is not going to be a uh, a holiday season 2020 that catches anybody by surprise it's going to be one that is relaxed mm-hmm. and that is filled with peace And we thank you that we can be intentional and that we can be um, prepared and that as we go from September into October and all that comes after that we're going in it with you and that you are creative and you're going to give us creative ideas to just really embrace the true um, celebration of all that is to come. And we thank you father Mm -hmm. for your love. And we pray, um, Pray that this is a blessed day for each one of these moms. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
0: We know how valuable your time is, and we are so thankful you chose to spend some of it with us today. We hope you've been encouraged. You can find Betsy at gatheringaround.com and Tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org. Enjoy your day. And we will see you again next week.